0: This is Mark Blatstein, and thank you for tuning in to number three, or my third session in You're Guilty Now What? Today, or tonight, we're going to discuss the pre-sentence report, or PSR, thoughts on preparation, or my thoughts on preparation. First, this is going to be a time when the defense must determine what medical and or non-medical information needs to be included in the pre-sentence report. In addition to documentation, accuracy is going to be key. Second, is that you the defendant hopefully have been considering the idea of preparing an honest and heartfelt narrative to present to the judge at the sentencing hearing. This is going to be critical to your future. Here you can accept responsibility if you're willing, and give a heartfelt apology to those that you have hurt. But it has to be honest because judges speak with defendants every day and they can tell if you're telling the truth or not. Then explain the steps that you're going to take to not re-offend. Again, it has to be honest to getting the results that you're looking for, hopefully. But don't count on it. It's the possibility of getting a reduced sentence. Third, The pre-sentence report, working with your attorney, is going to act as a placement referral into the Federal Bureau of Prisons, or BOP. And as a referral, it's going to take into account your security level, which is important, documentation accuracy is key, medical and mental health care needs, Psychology program. While there is an availability, the programs are very limited and their security level specific. There is a way possibly to match a defendant or yourself with an occupation or trade, should you have an interest, but they have to be specified within your pre sentence report. Fourth. Prisons, jails, detention centers have yet to get over the shock of COVID. With that in mind, currently Delta Omicron and there will be other variants that will present themselves. These arguments may present options either for placement or sentencing. But fifth, we're now going to discuss is what's called post-COVID long haulers. And these are people that while they've gotten through the COVID stage, they're, they're, they have symptoms that linger. And it can linger for months, possibly into years. And providing medical care for these individuals may be beyond mission, their missions for either federal prisons, state prisons, county jails. They're, they're just not available anywhere. In fact, the research for them, even here on the outside, is an ongoing process. I hope you find all of this helpful, and I look forward to you on our next video conference.